Champions Pride. Hey, I'm out for a walk today. Just want to share one. Uh, just want to make this one dedicated to John Edward, a YouTube follower at How To Boxing YouTube channel. How Number Two Boxing YouTube channel. Anyway, he's he's contemplating trying to box, maybe become an amateur. That's what he's thinking. Um, he doesn't have a big interest. Doesn't seem like in the pros. And that's fine. <clears throat> but he doesn't know if he wants to take the risks. He said he's fairly athletic. He doesn't know if he wants to put in the work. And to me, it sounds like he's not sure if he wants to find out. <clears throat> and only he could answer that question. And I myself was, was at a crossroads one time in my life. I had been in, in a really bad accident. I was left unable to walk. I was 18 at the time. At the time, one of the top boxers in the U.S. Um, and I was a Olympic hopeful. Um, and, you know, things changed. I mean, I got in a wreck. Sounds like my neighbor's pulling out his lawnmower. Probably hear that in the background. Um, anyway, I'm just taking this walk through the neighborhood. But it, you know, it's... um. You know, I got in that wreck. Kind of lost my train of thought there. But uh, anyway, I got in a wreck, and I was left unable to walk. I didn't walk for about a year. And we're picking up all kinds of noise today. You got dogs in the back barking at me. Uh, I'm glad they're behind a big, about six-foot privacy fence. Got a fear of dogs. <laughs> I was bit as a kid a few times. So, um... And chased all the time when I was doing road work. But uh, anyway, you know, at 18, I got in that wreck, left me unable to walk. And, you know, I, I wanted to make a comeback. It was in my mind. But I never really told anyone about it. I just knew that I was going to, you know, make this comeback. And so, you know, time passed and... I began walking and I began working, going to college. And I was working at a furniture store and these old timers, what's funny to me is back then I thought they were old timers and today I'm probably older than those guys are, <laughs> than those guys were on that day. So I guess I'm officially an old timer. But, uh, you know, these, they were talking about what they could have been, should have been, but didn't. And, you know, I thought to myself, well, you know, here I am at the time. I was 20 years old. And I'm thinking, you know, I could make a comeback. I could try and do this. But I just wasn't certain. I didn't, I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what I'd do. And I just went home that night and I thought, you know what? I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out if I can make a comeback. I'm going to find out if I can be a champion. I'm going to find out how far I can go um, with my given potential. And I'm just going to find out. And I had remembered a conversation I had years before when I was 17 in the Eastern Olympic Trials. I went pretty far in that tournament ended up losing um, 
And then I was shooting pool in the day room with a guy named Jeffrey Clark. Now, Jeffrey Clark won the tournament. He actually ended up becoming an Olympic alternate. And uh, he was from the Army. And he asked me, he's like, hey, young man, he's like, what you going to do? You know, I was 17. I said, ah, I didn't make the Olympic team. I'll probably just go home and turn pro. And he said, oh, no, no, don't do that. You're too young. He said, you should stick around and try and make the next Olympic team. He's like, what you should do really is join the Army and, uh, you know, start boxing for the Army. And I started laughing. I said, no way. I'm never joining the Army. And he's like, man, he said, I get paid to train. He's like, I run every morning. I train and box. And this is what I do. And I get paid by the Army. He's like, it's a great deal. And I just told him, nah, man, that's not for me. I'm going to go home and turn pro. And so, anyway, now here I am selling furniture. I hadn't been able to walk, hadn't boxed. Um, and now I'm contemplating this comeback, and I'm thinking, you know what? This might be the way to do it. If I can just train full-time and box and um, get paid to do it, you know, that's going to be the only way I can really dedicate, you know, to, to compete at the level I wanted to compete at. And so I went into the recruit. I just made a decision right then. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't ask anybody. I didn't try and get anybody else's approval. I just went in the next day in the morning, bright and early, into the Army recruiting station, and I told them, sign me up. They said, well, what, what do you want to do, you know? What's your job? I said, I don't care what job it is, man. I said, I'm boxing for the Army. I'm going to make that team. And so I didn't know how I was going to do it. I wasn't, you know, I, in my, in my mind, was 100% certain I could do it, though. The only thing that I demanded of them is that I could get guaranteed first destination, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, because that's where the boxing team was at. That's what I thought anyway. And so they put that in my orders I signed up. Long story short, I I end up getting in there and find out the team is no longer going to be there. It's going to be at Fort Carson, Colorado. And through a few friends and contacts, some moves were made, some paperwork was done, and I ended up in front of the team, the head coach, Bashir Abdullah, who's now been a longtime friend of mine and a great mentor to me. And... Anyway, I made the team. I ended up winning. I had to win the All-Army Championships to officially make the team. And I did do that in 1998. I went on to win a gold medal at the Armed Forces Championships. And later that year, I represented the United States of America at the World SISM Championships in Warndorf, Germany. And I would have never found out how far I could go had I stayed in that furniture store and not taken the risk, not put it on the line, and not make that decision to find out. And you know, my dreams didn't, didn't come all the way true. I didn't make the Olympic team. I never did become a world champion in the pros. Um, the injuries were, were so great from coming, making that comeback. You know, it damaged my knee quite a bit. 
ended up having surgery and I made a choice to retire and I was in my prime you know my father had just died had some other things going on at home um, and I was a newlywed and my wife was homesick and you know I had to have surgery on the knee and, and I made that choice to retire and um, and I'm okay with that you know it, it took me a while to be okay with it but I'm okay with it and you know shortly after I had surgery I told coach Bashir I said hey I'm I'm already missing boxing and it had only been a few months I've been out of the gym and he said well he said this might be your call to coaching and about a week later I met my first students um, Kyle Oliva my little brother-in-law and Joe Perez his best friend and uh, you know Joe stuck with it and he became my first real student dedicated and um, you know he went pretty far and it was fulfilling to me and I found I found my my reason why why I'm here you know to, to help coach and inspire young fighters to fulfill their potential and um, you know for back to the lesson here you know we have to find out we have to be willing to put it on the line we have to be willing to put in the work the dedicated hours um, to fulfill our dreams or at least to find out if our you know how far we can go you know I believe only God knows what's possible for you and and you have to be willing to pay the price and put in the work to find out what's possible for you you know, no one else can do that for you and no one else can make that decision and no one else can really advise you. I mean, it has to come from you. It has to come from within. And if you want it and you're willing to pay the price, you're willing to put in the work and dedicate yourself for a number of years to see how far you can go or what is possible for you. Well, then let's get it. You know, I have an opportunity for you to work personally with me. Um, I'm going to leave a link below. It's the, it's the Champions Pride 100-Day Challenge. And that's there for you. I'm only looking for hungry fighters. Hungry guys who want to be champions. Hungry guys who are certain that they want to put in the work. You know, this is not for everyone. But if you want, if you want my help... And me in your corner. And, and one thing I say, I can't do push-ups for you. You know, I can't do anything for you. The only thing I can teach, the only thing I can do is teach and guide and coach and support. You know, but you have to put in the work. It has to come from you. That fire has to come from within inside of you. And if you have that fire and you want it and you want to find out what's possible, then um, click the link I'm going to leave in here. The Champions Pride 100 Day Challenge. Come find out what it's all about. If you like what you see, go all the way through that page, all the way to the bottom. And if you like what you see, click that link at the very bottom. And we'll book a call and we'll find out what's, what's popping, if we're a good fit for each other to take this 100 Day Challenge together. So um, that's all I have for you today. This message is for John Edward and anyone else out there contemplating if, if they have what it takes to go or if they want to 
you know, if they're contemplating trying to learn how to box or maybe make a comeback, you know, let's find out what's possible.